You're listening to Empire of Rust, the world's first and only Transformers RPG podcast. Join the heroes of Icon as they defend Cybertronian civilization from the remnants of Cybertron First to Lord Starscream's egotistical leadership and beyond to the unknown threats on the other side of distant stars. Welcome back, everyone, to Empire of Rust, the best podcast. Don't you guys agree? Of course. It's the best Transformers role-playing podcast I've ever heard. Or been a part of. Damn straight it is. It's also the worst one I've ever heard. You shut your your whore mouth. Damn straight. (laughs) (laughs) No, there's... Okay. So there was one other like one shot that a uh, a podcast had had done that was a Transformers uh, like RPG. I forget the oh, man. I forget the name of it because I just honestly I didn't enjoy it that much. <laughs> um, I, I mean, have you been making us lie this entire time? No, because we are still technically the only. Transformers RPG podcast right now. There was one... But were we the first? Actually, I think we were the first, because when I looked at the date, I think it was November 2020 that it came out, and it was a one-shot. All right. So we're lucky, but by accident. (laughs) We're right. We're we're telling the truth, but accidentally. What system did they use? It doesn't matter what system they used. Hey, I'm curious. (laughs) I think they used the Savage World system. Ah, interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, they uh, they did a lot of customization, obviously, mm-hmm. and like they they pretty much did it right from the ground up. So like they did like they took the the stat cards. Do like, you remember the stat like the stat cards in the back of the packages on the on the toys? Yeah, they took the stats of that and then made a D10 system based out of it. Oh, interesting. Uh, they took the throttle bots and used uh, and used them as characters. <laughs> so they just pretty much assigned them to to everyone. Uh, they they didn't make you know custom characters. Well, they, they didn't make new characters or anything. So they they had to take existing ones, and then it was just a like a one shot little adventure. That seems like a lot of work for a one shot. I know, doesn't it? Yeah. Half the people listening to this right now are just looking over at their collection, the the ones in the boxes, going, "I can't. I I just can't imagine it." Why, why, would they, why would they desecrate the boxes like that? <laughs> uh, yeah, it's. It seems like Savage World is like it's 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 not it doesn't have a it's not it's sort of sort of a light system for using this many details, you know. Yeah, yeah. It's Savage World is kind of a, a catch-all loose system anyway. Mm-hmm. You can fit just about anything yeah. in there. Yeah, no, it's it's absolutely right. That's probably one of the reasons they uh, they picked on it too. I mean, because I mean, we we did this in Starfinder, but you know, it was a good amount of work getting like a rule system in place that actually makes this you know worthwhile and fun. Still, you'd think you'd have to add a lot even even more to something like Savage Worlds, considering it. I don't. Maybe maybe I'm thinking around the wrong the wrong the long. I can't say along the wrong line. The wrong line. I literally can't say it. <laughs> You'd have around to the long line. around the long line. Yeah, you'd probably wrong. have to add a whole bunch of stuff that we take for granted with Starfinder, like feats and weapons and stuff like that. But considering that they took the like the stats from the like the 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 one to ten setup on the back of the the stat cards. Mm. It honestly could have worked because I don't think they bothered to add in like anything really 
complicated or anything. So they didn't they, they didn't go that road. They just and most of the stuff wasn't really in the rules. Yeah, um, yeah. It was just sort of because I, I could see that because I mean, it, if it's low, it's a D four. If it's middle, mm-hmm. it's D six. Depending on you could you could divide up that little stat block into like the sections between the different dies, and that I mean that wouldn't be terrible. You know, I can see a definitely amount of a certain amount of parity between. Yeah, them. if D and D had originally just added the uh, the statistic, the ability to the skills instead of a a modified watered down modifier from those, it could easily have just been a you know a one through ten for the stats. Mm-hmm. You know. Yep. You, you start off low yeah. and you build up. Although it sounds like it'd probably be all flavor and no mechanics, probably. You know, a lot of it was, yeah, which isn't terrible. No, certainly know. not. Certainly not. I mean, this is a certainly rules heavy like environment that we're playing in. Mm-hmm. But yeah, if I uh, if I do find it again, I will uh, link it to you guys just to so you can experience it. Like I said, it was a one shot, so it wasn't really too uh too in depth uh their audio quality is certainly not as uh, as good as ours as uncertain as ours could be uh, just uh heard you say that uh, you didn't, didn't enjoy it so you can just pass on bringing a recommendation or a link to us i i can go without listening <laughs> that's that's fair <laughs> continue to be the one and only in your in our mind right the one and only, except for that one that we dissed that one day <laughs> on that one episode. That none of us heard. <laughs> Man, this isn't our finest moment, is it? <laughs> uh, so one thing that I wanted to share something that I, I did recently with uh, with you guys, and it was it was, uh, it was something really, really kind of cool. And I don't know why I never thought to do this before, but I never had. <laughs> so uh, back in July... Well, let me phrase that. Back a month and a half ago, <laughs> I uh, went on Amazon and bought two puzzles. Now, you may be thinking, eh, Mike, they're just a couple of puzzles. You know, I can go to the store and pick up a bunch right now if I wanted. I could buy more than just two and probably spend less than 15 bucks. And you'd be right. You could. Except that these ones, I actually did customized puzzles. So I found some artwork that I really liked from Transformers. Uh, some of the, uh, uh, like one of the lithos from Dreamwave and something that a fan artist had done, like a, a big shot of a uh, Fort Max. And you can upload them, turn them into puzzles and have them like custom made. And I thought that was a really kind of neat idea. So yeah, I got them. Surprised uh, they were willing to do it. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, the company is, uh, it's it's kind of skeevy. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I mean, it's the smaller companies are generally more willing to do that than the, the bigger ones. Yeah, like I designed like a custom Hello Kitty thing for a friend of mine years and years ago. The lady was into Hello Kitty, and I made a mug of it and I put it on Zazzle, and then they're like, "Nope, <laughs> no, can't do it." Yep. Like ah, oh, jeez. In the que- like the the questions on the Amazon listing. Uh, like they, there was a whole bunch like, hey, you know, like what's the the size? Like what's the image size you need? You know, what kind of detail you need? Yada yada, all that stuff. And then somewhere right in the middle is, could I upload an explicit photo? <laughs> <laughs> Thank like, God. But yeah, so I got the the two Transformers ones uh, put in. Uh, I had to like upsize them in Photoshop so to make sure they were high enough quality in mm-hmm. order to work correctly. But yeah, they seem to come up. I pretty can nice. guarantee you that there are some explicit 
puzzle making, but they're that's probably their their niche market. Mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> it's for those for those people who uh, take the pill and then they need something to do for the next three hours to to see if it wears down. <laughs> what? Well, what you do after the three hours, you call the doctor is what you do. Well, yeah, they, they figure, all right, it takes me about three hours to do the puzzle. If I'm, if I'm still erect at the end of the puzzle, then I got to call the doctor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's a, it's a prior puzzle. Got it. <laughs> but yeah, so I, I love doing puzzles. And I have a, I had, like I had two two or three like on board kind of ready to go before I even got the Transformers one. So mm-hmm. I have like another three or four left uh, to build. What about you guys? Do you actually do you enjoy puzzles at all? Mike, when you do the Transformers one, you should take a picture of it and show us. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, like when you're burning copyrights, you might as well just go whole hog. Right? Do a uh, stop motion <laughs> yeah. of every piece being put in. <laughs> oh god, that'll be amazing. <laughs> Three years later, it's finished. <laughs> well, it took me eight hours a day for, for 15 weeks. We lost all of our listeners. And I couldn't use my dining room table for six months. <laughs> it's interesting, actually. Um, we had a cool puzzle. At, like It was like a Scotty Dog puzzle. And it had all sorts, of, But it was like pictures, like every bit, little bit of Scotty Dog memorabilia. And it was large. We had a Scotty Dog at the time. And hmm. it was really cool. So we took this huge picture. Then we glued it together and hung it on the wall. Oh, you cool. know. And it was up there for a few years. Um, it eventually got like water damage, so I had to get we had to get rid of it. Oh. So I was like, a few years later, I was like, I'd like to have another one of those to put on my wall because that was cool. And I actually turns out it was out of print, and like sort of like this uh, this brand that's sort of popular that's sort of a little obscure, like not obscure but a little hard to find. So I actually found a full a full copy of it. Um, but then I realized I don't have any room to put together a puzzle to make anymore. <laughs> so I still have the box of it somewhere. But uh, <laughs> nice. I don't have the square footage to, 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 to you put you put it together. I didn't need my in, floor for three weeks. In like you know? uh, two square two square foot increments. Because <laughs> yeah. I want. I mean, at some point I will. At some point I'll find a way to put it together, and then I'll glue it, and I'll. I'll hang it up. Just again. glue it one piece at a time uh, on the wall. <laughs> yeah. And my landlord will love don't that. Don't make any mistakes. <laughs> See, that's something that like I used to do. Like I used to glue them to like foam board and then save them. Mm-hmm. But then I realized like, okay, I've just spent 20 bucks on this puzzle or, or even more with like the foam core and the spray mount and the frame and everything. And I'm not even, I don't have it up in the wall. Like I don't have it up anymore. So it's just like, it's in the basement right now just just like artwork. Mm. It's like, uh, wh- why did I even bother mm-hmm. doing that? Why didn't I just keep it in the box? That way, maybe two or three years later, I could build it again. I mean, most, I have a lot of puzzles in my life, and most of them I just I put it together and have fun and then take it apart and do it again. Yep. You know, maybe in a year. Yeah. You know, it would be, it's the rare one that I want to hang up. I mean, this is, this is, a, this particular one is something I'd really enjoy having on the wall. But I mean, it, that I'm with you on that. You know, I'd rather keep them as a puzzle for the most part. Um, yeah. Unless it's one of those puzzles, like hell, I'm never doing this again. Yeah. My <laughs> grandmother used to do really big, you know, like three billion piece puzzles or whatever. I don't know, it's like ten thousand pieces or something. Had a huge, had a card table that was supporting a, uh, not a plywood, but like a, um, it was it was like a, a wood, uh, wood paneling, a big sheet of wood oh. paneling that she was using as the flat surface. And she'd sit there for hours. Uh-huh. I remember when I was very young, like sitting in her lap and 
helping her do one or two pieces. And that's all I could do before she'd get frustrated and say, all right, you, you go play with your toys. This is, this is Brandon's toys. <laughs> what about you, Pat? You've been awfully quiet there. You don't like puzzles? Uh, no, I, I love puzzles. Uh, I had a similar thing. Like, my grandfather did them, like, religiously. Like, that was, like, every Christmas, every grandchild gave him a new puzzle. But I was the oldest of the grandchildren on, like, both sides of the family, so it was my responsibility to give, like, the best ones. And so <laughs> nice. they got really awful as time got on because, like, so I was the first one to give him, like, the 3D puzzles and then, like, you know, the ones that were, like, buildings. And um, oh, I actually gave him the one puzzle he could not solve. And I have really? it still. And as a an homage to him, after he died, I actually solved the puzzle to just be like, okay. And this thing is evil. It's only 500 pieces. And it, it says this on the box. It says 500 pieces seems like 4,000. And the reason it's awful is it's uh, the picture. It's a seven by seven image. Like of so it's forty nine leprechauns, like sitting there, like on you know with their hand down doing a puzzle, and so every single one of them is just a little bit more done, like in the spiral into the room. So it's just like the same image over and over and over again. It's double sided, and the other side is the same image but turned ninety degrees to the right. Ooh. <laughs> So it it just became like a recursive nightmare, like, you know, because you're just like, okay, just set it up, set it up, set it up, like, you know, so it wasn't fun, <laughs> you know, but, it, you know, I did that, uh, but I'm not. It was, your, it was your puzzle that killed him. Oh, my gosh. Well, yeah, well, it's funny because, like, so, and but we had, like, we had a pool table in the basement, and he had, like, 70 completed puzzles like that, like you said, and then, like, they were all over the basement walls, like, you know, he used to glue them and then put them up, but then I was always like, I never did that. I was like, well, the purpose of the puzzle is to take it apart and put it back together again, so, like, I, I've never glued that thing. I actually got one from Christmas, like, one of those, like, Marvel superhero, like, here's every superhero we could possibly put in, oh, and I awesome. haven't done it yet, but it's like, I'm looking forward to it, but again, it's like, it's, it's big. Like, this one's like, two or three thousand pieces, so I'm like, okay, that's gonna take time and i've got a cat so it's uh <laughs> oh yeah but oh no so like but one of the things like my grandfather like that was a thing that my grandfather and i used to bond with like you know i would do puzzles and i picked it up quick and he would like he taught me how to see things like you know like both like so like my search check and my perception check were inspired almost entirely by him because like pu puzzles, puzzles <laughs> yeah. is a search check. That's what it is. It's perception using your intelligence. It's, you know, whereas like, but whenever I would see him, I'd always ask him what he was he, he was doing, and no matter what he was doing, he'd always say, "Oh, I'm planting watermelons," and I would be like, "No, you're not. Like, you're you're stripping a chair." And he would just think, "Well, if you knew what I was doing, then why did you ask?" And so I'm like, "That's like, <laughs> you know, and that you know, he, he he was just being an asshole." But like, that's me turning that that <laughs> frown upside down, but. I was an asshole too. Like I learned that from him, and <laughs> I used yeah, I know, right? Um, I used to I used to hide one of the puzzle pieces in whatever puzzle he was working on, so that I was the one that got to do put the last puzzle piece in. And after a while, he figured it out, and he would just like call me up on the phone. He's like, "When are you hiding, you little son of a bitch?" Like you know, and I'd be like, "No, oh, it's like it's underneath like the fifth teacup on the bookshelf in the room, like you know, like and that kind of thing." And it was. Uh, but yeah, that was our, that was our, you know. <laughs> that is fantastic. You are a monster, Pat. 
Yeah, I just recently had an idea to uh, create a, a puzzle-like game for uh, Starfinder uh, for the DSCL, where it'd be like a, a 30-day run for someone who uh, built a ship to see how much cargo they could transport to and from the pack worlds in 30 days, you know, given whatever drift engine they built and how many expansion bays that they had available, and they'd have to... You know, they would get random-sized cargo that they'd have to try to fit into their cargo hold in different ways. So it's like transport. Tetris almost. Yeah, like like Tetris for each of the things. <laughs> and then you also have a, to manage your time uh, between your, your planets and your pickups and deliveries to see uh, how much you can get in within 30 days. This is the sort of thing you get some real degenerate cases of, like... A gigantic bathtub with a rocket engine on there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just and I've always seen the puzzles as like there seems to be like the puzzles like the the puzzles for enjoyment and the puzzles are like how hard can we friggin' make it? It's like eating this me- it's like eating spicy food type thing. Like, do I want to enjoy the taste or do I want to burn my tongue off? You know, <laughs> and so sort of like this puzzle machismo. I gave him yeah. a puzzle that was just pins. You know, it's like, you know, it's like the needle in the haystack, but it was just all needles. Like, so the whole thing was just needles. I gave him a puzzle that was just the color blue, like uniform blue. Like, I mean, like. What about one of those edgeless ones? uh, I don't know if I ever got one of those, but yeah. I mean, I gave him him good puzzles too, but like, it was, it was my responsibility to, to test him. There's one I saw when I was a kid. It was like three dimensional. It had layers and it was transparent. Ooh. Oh, so it was it was because like the hardest puzzle in the world, it said, or something like that. Of course, a lot of them say right. that, but that's man. interesting. Well, speaking of puzzles, you have a puzzle to solve today, don't you? I think we solved it, and all we have to do is either, either, we, either we've solved or failed. Yeah, at this we point. Uh, step back and see the mess we've created. Look at that. Now, one piece is together. Page your fee, you take your choice. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's jump right back into this. Carapace, what did you just do? Um, I just front of him a foyer? No. The I, bench? Bench. Is it a bench? Whatever. Yeah. May I approach the bench, Arana? Yes, it's a bench. Uh, yeah, so I place the the thing down there and nod at him and go back and take my seat. And the moment you do, chaos erupts in the courtroom. Everyone is, <laughs> is standing up and it's like, there is it, there it is, the binding crystal, it's right there. They put it there, they're the ones who took it, they're the ones who did it. Like, no, they brought it back, you didn't see the evidence. And everyone is kind of yelling at each other and, and yeah, Stanzamt is just banging his his gavel. Order! I will have order in this courtroom! But even he has to take a moment to just appreciate the return of the crystal. So, during all this chaos, Reutengins is going to take his opportunity to attempt to slip out the back. But if I recall correctly, someone's waiting out there for him. That is correct. (laughs) So, in the chaos... He slips out and he st- he opens the door and you're you're right there, Wildstrike. Going somewhere? Who are you? Get out of my way! 
Oh, just a friend. I think we should go back in. And I will kind of force him back in. Do you have weapons out? No. Well, technically, yes. They're part of me. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Let's see here. So he is going to try to, like, slip past you. So if you want to just uh, shove him back in, you can go ahead and make an attack roll. If you want to be a little subtle about it, I want you to roll a stealth. All right. Stealth. I'll stealth, try stealth, to be subtle. How, right. What's the size difference here? Yeah. Uh, Royan actually is a, a, a pretty big, pretty big for an organic. Not quite as tall as you, Wildstrike, but still, like, like a good size. He'd be somewhere in between like small and medium for, uh, for a size category. Uh, I get a 38 for my stealth check. <laughs> Not Ooh. bad. <laughs> you, you, you took his, you took his shadow. <laughs> that's where no. That's when where he slips by. I think he slips by and runs around him, and he finds out he's back where he started. <laughs> you try to. He tries to slip by. You just grab me. You like twirl him around. You. It's like let's just go back in here. <laughs> yeah, so I guess uh, be a nineteen for the attack, just to push him. And yeah, so you get him back into the the gallery here. And, and uh, you're just sta- standing in the doorway, standing behind him? Take a seat. <laughs> All right. Magnum, sweet spot. Yes? Uh, the, there's, there's, Cass still trying to, like, he's still trying to get order back. What do you, uh, what do you uh, want to do? That's his job, isn't it? Well, just want to wait until it's quieted down so that we can announce our evidence and the return of their beloved crystal. Uh, we'll say it takes about two, three minutes for him to to get the entire courtroom back under control because there was a, a lot of, of back and forth on this one. So why don't you, uh, yeah, two or three minutes go by and he finally manages to, to dull all of the shouting and everything down to a light roar and you can be heard. So what would you like to say? Your honors, esteemed judges, the prosecution, and... All those witnessed here in the courtroom, I present our final piece of evidence, the item in which we found upon the true villain, of which we have punished to the fullest extent of our might. Off of a quick switch, we have taken and now delivered back unto you the crystal of blah, blah, blah. I think it's called the gem of lesser enlightenment or the, the rock of braininess. Wildstrike, while Sweetspot's making the speech, uh, Royengins is uh, is struggling against you. He's trying to, to push to push past you, to push out of uh, to push you out of his way. Oh, that's not working out. I just I just got a nat twenty. First roll of the night. This is awesome. Oh man, oh man, oh man, oh man, this is good. This is good. Alright, so Roitengins attempts to kind of push past you, just kind of like pushes against you, but you're too big and beefy a bot for uh, for him. Uh, but what he manages to do is he manages to kind of distract you a little bit. He kind of feints to the side, thinks he's going to like slide over to your left. You move to block him. He slides over to the right. He's like, is that a defenseless building over there? <laughs> 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 what in the world can that be? Oh, that was a perfect time for a nat 20. Oh, I feel so good now. I feel so good. I don't think anything other than a nat 20 would have done it, too. Yeah, probably not. 
So he kind of slides past you and into the hall. What would you like to do? Head on out after him. Just running, uh, running straight after him, right? Yep. So he manages to dart uh, by your side, kind of just under your arm, as you are uh, fooled into into thinking there's a building that needs to be attacked. Uh, and he starts to run down the hall. You are going to go after him, you say. Now, are you trying to be quiet? Are you just going to cause a ruckus? Uh, what is going on here? How's he moving? He's just kind of running down, you know. He's moving as quick as he possibly can. Is he actually running, or is he just, like, moving quickly? Like, walking quickly? Uh, he's he's running, but not mechanically running. Okay. Uh, I will chase after him, then. So he's hustling. <laughs> he's hustling. He's not, take, he's not taking, like, the full, like, four times movement from Starfire. Yeah. But um, he is moving as fast as he possibly can. Yeah, I want to catch up full to him. Full attack. Full attack. Uh, I'll also say over the comm, but he's on the move. Stay with him. Probably in a while before they get to the point of investigating. Yeah. Know. I mean, honestly, it's like it's almost like him running away is probably better because, like you, like as far as I know, and you know, ignore me completely, but we have no authority to enact justice on this planet. Up, you know, like from there. But like if the bailiffs had all heard that, like the thing, and we're like, oh my god, the guy's getting away, and then they tackle him. Oh, that would be butter. But it's <laughs> not. Like you know, it's you just tackling a. High up member of their yeah. their thing is probably not a good idea. I didn't say yeah. tackle them, <laughs> but I like violence, so you know <laughs> it works in all the uh, like eighties uh, crime dramas. Oh yeah, yeah, and and those follow jurisdictional prudence. You know, yeah. the amount of paperwork that we'd have to do in order to deal with that sort of carnage is, you know. <laughs> After your speech there, Sweet Spot, uh, Stan Zamp will go ahead and stand up and say, This is highly unusual. You understand that we are going to have to authenticate the crystal to ensure it is the real thing. I would expect. Understood. No less. But if this is the binding crystal, and based on the evidence that you've shown... This shows favorably towards all of you. If this is the real thing, then you will have the gratitude of Skarvix. However, if you are trying to present this as a fake, then this trial will expand to include all of you as accomplices. So I hope for your sake, it's authentic. I will lean into Pythagoras. Uh, exactly how sure are we that's the real thing? <laughs> yeah, don't worry, it's fine. I, t I took the Made in Taiwan label off. <laughs> hmm. He'll never guess. Right at the end of his speech, you guys hear the, the ruckus from the gallery as Reutengins is uh, starting to try to push his way past Wildstrike. And uh, with perfect timing, just as Reutengins figures his way past, that's when all of you look up to the gallery to see the scuffle and see him pushing his way through. So all of you have noticed that Reutengins ran and Wildstrike is going after him. So what do the three of you want to do? can't just bust out. I mean, we're in the middle of the say, like, We need permission. Why is, that, <laughs> why is that guy running away? You know... 
Yeah, the innocent that, don't uh, run, right? <laughs> that suspiciously large gentleman in the corner is right. <laughs> to your opportunity. Do you want us to stop him? <laughs> <laughs> nice. Be like, uh, Your Honor, uh, Minister Rothengar appears eager to leave, Your Honor. You three. Remain here. Bayless, please find and escort Administrator Reutingens back to the courtroom. We will get to the bottom of this. We will find out what is going on here. Court is in recess for 30 minutes until we can get this resolved. Exactly at that moment that uh, the gavel falls, I will go to comms and say, Wildstrike, you you on him? I'm behind him. You are still like 30 feet behind him. Uh, it is your turn to do something, but notice that there is one of the, the guards that were in the hallway. Remember I said there was two guards. One you went past, the other one is on the, the other side. Uh, Roitingens is approaching that guard. Okay. I will move up briskly to stay behind him, but I won't like try to attack him or hold him or anything like that. Just to keep up with him so I know where he is. Uh, all right. Well, you will you will walk up to him. Like I said, he's he's like again not he's running, but not mechanically running. Yeah. Uh, so he is gonna get up to the the guard and tell him, "Stop him! He's trying to attack me!" And he will go around the guard, and the guard will move to block you. Did I hear the court call for him? It's a good question. Go ahead and give me a perception check. Uh, Seventeen. But we'll see what the guard. Uh, the guard is doing. Uh, do, 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 do. Let's have a low roll. Uh, actually, a low roll for both of you. So I'm going to say, uh, especially with the, the din of the courtroom behind you, mm-hmm. I'm going to say no. You guys, both of you guys have not heard. Okay. I'll put my hands up and say, whoa, I'm just trying to leave. I don't even know who this guy is. Is, is that true? Either way. No, I just said it because <laughs> it was untrue. <laughs> 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 if that's true, then you'll have no problem waiting for the administrator to head out of the hallway and leave the building before you move, right? Not at all. All right, then. Uh, he does have his weapon not pointed at you, but it, it is, like, readied. It, it's in his arms. It's kind of, it's just pointed down to the floor. And he is just kind of keeping... He's kind of backed up a little bit to keep an eye on both you and the administrator. And it looks like he is uh, waiting for the administrator to clear the hall and clear the building to get away from, from you. Uh, before anything else. I will then talk on the comms. Uh, sorry, I can't get the files you requested. Uh, I'm being stopped in the hallway by one of the guards. One of the guys thinks I'm following him. I don't know where he got that from, but um, I'll get the file to you as soon as I can. Uh, tell the judge they have to wait, and then I'll like, kind of stop like I'm listening and try to see what the guard says after that. <laughs> nice. Did we hear him over the comms? Yeah, he said he was using comms. Yeah. I wasn't if he's so sure if he's pretending to use I, it. Or I not. am actually <laughs> using it, so you guys are informed. But I'm also trying to bluff the guard. I figured he'd be clever. Definitely. Uh, give me a quick bluff check, then. Sure. See if uh, see if he buys what you're selling. Twenty-two. Twenty-two, you say, huh? Yep. It's a bargain. Twenty-two. Hmm. Sorry to say, there, buddy, but if the administrator doesn't want you near him, doesn't want you following him, you're gonna have to wait. I'm waiting. I'm, I'm just letting, you know, 
the staff know that I, I won't be able to make it until uh, afterwards. All right. Here's what I uh, here's what I want you to do, Wild Strike. Uh, do you have like a uh, like a, a um, any kind of profession or anything? Um, I don't think so. What would be the check for like uh, for, like soldiering for like understanding tactics? What do you think would be a good skill for that that you can use? Yeah, it would be a profession probably. Survival, maybe. Intimidate, maybe. <laughs> Knowledge war. <laughs> Knowledge fighty fighty. Diplomacy. Culture, maybe. Specifically, I am trying to see if you can figure out a way of, like, blocking his path, like, a, uh, uh, trying to figure out how to, like, get around him and maybe block off uh, his escape one way and try to force him to go someplace else. That's my, uh, my thought for you. Hmm. So any skill that you think you can use to justify that, go ahead and... Yeah, not really. I don't really have anything that would be useful. Survival, engineering, perception... You can do a straight intelligence check if you want, but I figured a skill would be more beneficial for you. Oh, not oh, any of oh. those. <laughs> I, I have a, I have a, a potential thing. I'm assuming the, uh, the the administrator could probably hear you. You can bluff the administrator by saying something loud enough for him to hear, like, "Oh, there's already somebody outside in the back. Don't worry, we can let him go." Uh, that's hmm. true. Because that might, nice. you know, he'd be like, "Oh shit!" Like, you know, and then which way? Do, um. Which way do we go? You know. Yep. Way to way go. Way to way go. All right, go ahead and roll it up, man. Roll another massive uh, bluff check there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what do you want me to do, bluff? Well, I mean, that's certainly not true, so you're lying. <laughs> well, that that's the thing. If you're doing intelligence, then that's fine. But I thought you were doing, like, Pat's suggestion with the bluff check. Yeah, yeah. I, either way, just tell, tell me which one you're doing. Yeah, I will do that suggestion. Let's see. Let me do okay. the bluff. 18. So, again, not great, but... <laughs> I'll say, yeah, you're you're out front or back wherever he's heading. You're out front? Okay. Heading your way soon. And you say it loud enough for him to hear as he is like, kind of moving around the corner? Yep. Okay. Sounds good to me. Sweet spot, Magnum, Carapace. What do you want to do? You're in the courtroom here, and yeah, you uh, just heard. I assume you said that on the comms too, there, Wild Strike. Yeah. If we're in recess, and as soon as I hear that uh, uh, our esteemed colleague is not going to be able to make it uh, with the files, I will excuse myself toward the front of the courtroom, ASAP. In fact, in a damn hurry. Um, can I uh, can I connect up to the intercom system? <laughs> I can't imagine that would be too secure, but I also think you... Well, no, I mean, it's all going to be tele-transmissions-based, I'm assuming. It's up to you to decide. Public address. Higher low, good for you. <laughs> higher low, yeah, higher low, good for you. <laughs> all right, hi. All right, hi. Let's, let's see what's happening here. Roll the 13, so yeah, yeah, you can. Attention, uh, attention, bailiffs. Um, the presence of uh, administrator, um, what's his name? Strongsoft. Oh, Strongsoft. Yeah, is requested at uh, court number one in. It's Reutengins, there, Matt. The only court. <laughs> what? It, it, it's Reutengins. Stanzamt is the, the is the judge. Excuse me. 
Stadsat's already here. Don't worry about it. <laughs> wow, that's great. Good job, guys. You're getting you're getting things done real fast. Anyway, please uh, assist the administrator to return to the courtroom, if you please. Um, he may not know he's needed, so that would be very helpful if you could do that. Bailiffs, please do that soon. And where's the off button? <laughs> <laughs> that is wonderful. Son of a bitch, Magnum. Uh, always a fun guy. <laughs> ridiculous. His mouth is all he's got, you know. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> so you, yeah. Uh, everyone is is looking around because they came over the the, <laughs> the the intercom system. So everyone's like, what, what, "What's what's going on? Who was that? Was was that Magnum?" And you get kind of dirty looks from uh, from Stanzompton and the other judges there. <laughs> well, they wanted him here, didn't he? I was polite. <laughs> Magnum, please refrain from hacking into our intercom system. That is for official court use only. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Your Honor. I thought, man, you're, you're, did I say Your Honor? What am I thinking? I'm sorry, Your Manager. I'm sorry, Your Honor. I uh, did you just, was just trying to be helpful. Yeah. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, your, your, your Ottoman. I mean, your. Oh, here, wait. Was he turning into a chair? God damn it! You know. Uh, <laughs> I will. I will do so. I. I was just trying to be helpful, but uh, I thought we were in recess. Nope. Not never again. All right. Are you guys uh, hanging around in the in the courtroom here? Yeah, sure. It's going to be interesting. So, sweet spot, you are heading towards the front of the courtroom, Hi. and are you uh, leaving or just staying to the front? Uh, I am leaving. Uh, I'm trying to uh, make my way. Like as soon as I'm out the door, I will transform and uh, drive my myself right on over to the uh, the back entrance, fastest way I know how. Yeah, this poor sap. He has the two fastest characters <laughs> after him. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you head that way. Wild Strike, the guard, let after keeping you there for about two or three minutes or so, uh, until right after you hear Magnum's announcement. Uh, he will eventually let you go and step aside for you to, to move, uh, but you do get the sense that if you start running, he probably will tackle you. Mm-hmm. Or attempt to. He'll try. Because he's, he's a guard, not a bailiff. Is that the idea? Yeah, you get the sense that these two are up there to provide security for the the administrators in the gallery, more than being a courtroom uh, employee. So he doesn't think that going after the guy who just left is a good idea yet, <laughs> even though it was just announced. Because again, he's, it's not that's not his job. His job is protection, not to, to <laughs> hunt down people. <laughs> no, I get it. <laughs> think this way: what what would he be in more trouble for? For do for obeying the court who's not his boss or uh, abandoning his post. No, no, this is, this is exactly how courts work, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> I'm totally with you. <laughs> oh, well, thank you for being on my side. <laughs> didn't expect that, All right, did Wild you? Strike. No, I didn't. I mean, they'd put someone in an electric chair if they had the, the wrong paperwork, you know, that's just how it works, you know. No one expects the Spanish uh, cooperation. Electric Chair. All right, Wild Strike, you are free to move around. What do you want to do? Uh, I'm going to nod at the guard once he passes and then quickly move, like basically like double move but not run towards mm-hmm. that way. 
towards the uh, with all haste. Yeah. Do that. Towards the area that he left. Well, because so Mike just created a precedent, so you can now run, but not mechanically. So you could just do say that now. <laughs> so I'll non-mechanically run, and that's funny because I'm a transformer. <laughs> Everything you do is mechanical. <laughs> you get sixty feet. <laughs> you run a whole sixty feet. I hope you're happy. Yes, <laughs> I am. Uh, you do think that he's he's made you know a good progress in front of you, so you're not you know you don't see him as you come around the corner. But either way, we need to get like tracking buttons, you know, like so like that moment when you just like you just kind of touched him and it just like sticks to him, like that yeah. sort of thing. So like he thinks he got away. They exist actually in Starfinder, but they're like fifteen hundred each, and the range is lousy. That's mm. dumb. We should fix that. We, we can juice that. Like one with like a really good range is absurdly expensive. Um, once I get out front, I don't see him. I'll transform and fly above and see if I can spot him. So, Wildstrike, you're going to head towards, what, the front of the building then? Yeah. Sweet spot, Wildstrike. Both of you are heading down the corridors. Uh, Wildstrike, you get to the, the front entrance of the the courthouse first. Uh, you don't see him anywhere along your path, but you don't expect to see him because you told him that there was someone are at the front. Uh, little did he know it was going to be you. Get to the front door, transform, fly up, check around a little bit, just to make sure that he hasn't already gotten out, and you don't see him anywhere on that. All right, so sweet spot. You are in car mode. You are hanging around uh, outside the back entrance. I imagine parked in maybe like a parking spot or something just to to blend in as much as possible. Mm-hmm. Not uh, that sweet spot could possibly blend in at all. Tint my windows as much as I can. In about two or three minutes, the rear of the courtroom opens up, and you see Reutingen's uh, step out. Uh, he looks around left and right for a moment before uh, starting to move off. What do you want to do? I will uh, pull up sharply in front of him, roll down the uh, passenger window ever so slightly, and I will say in a disguised voice... As much as I can disguise my voice. Get in. Right. <laughs> Give me a bluff check. Oh, you're awesome. <laughs> yeah, awesome. Uh, so disguise or bluff? I don't know. Uh, well, I want you to give me a bluff check first because you are lying to him. Yeah. But you are a car, so, I mean, you don't have to pretend to be a car. Yep. Oh, my God, that... I laughed until my stomach hurt there. What'd you get? Not good. Not great. In fact, it's terrible. <laughs> I'm like, uh, get in so I can capture you. I mean... He <laughs> <laughs> accidentally opens the trunk. Yeah, my, my, my <laughs> get in. <laughs> my blow check was a 10. Do, do we have anything like that do, like hero points that allow us to like re-roll stuff? I can't remember. We don't do that in this game, right? No. No. That's fine. That's completely fine. As awesome as that would be there, Adam, uh, he sees through Sweet Spot's bluff, and he knows what's going on. Uh, If he knows if he gets in that car, then he's just going to go right back to the courtroom. So he will attempt to make a run for it. Oh, no. Uh, Do you want to let us know that he's out there so that we can redirect the bailiffs towards him? Yeah. As soon as he doesn't fall for the ploy, I'll be like, uh, he's out on the uh, left side of the building and uh, making a run for it. Okay. He, he runs like he's constipated. It's not pretty. It's not pretty to watch. 
I'm a little, uh, little concerned about following him too closely. Maybe, I, maybe I'll just, uh, you know, come up alongside him, not directly behind. What I'm doing during this whole thing is I'm actively protecting our witness because I have, a, I'm just paranoid, and that's how I survive. Uh, but then, if we, after we get that message, whoever the closest bailiff is, I'm just gonna kind of like reach out and be like, "Hey, if you want to get some points, here's where he is out front. Go make, the, go make the catch." Smart. All right, and with that, uh, and I won't belabor the point anymore. Yeah, uh, with uh, Sweet Spot out there, kind of like just driving around and, and keeping him penned in a little bit, so he's not moving as far. Uh, and with uh, the bailiffs now knowing where he is, uh, yeah, it takes <laughs> wild strike flying above. <laughs> yep, wild strike flying above. Uh, yeah, the bailiffs get out in about another thirty, forty seconds or so, get around to where they're supposed to be, and they grab him by both arms, and. Escort him back into the courtroom. That's a bit of theatrics we couldn't have paid for. I will do a quick uh, victory donut and uh, <laughs> transform back into a bot. <laughs> <laughs> you have to do that more often. And I will wait for uh, cross my arms, satisfied with the outcome, and wait for uh, Wild Strike to land beside me heroically. <laughs> nice. Walk back into the courtroom. Is there anything that we can't make look good? <laughs> well done, you two. So here is here's what's going on. I'm not going to uh, uh, to play out every like little piece of of this because this this could you know literally be like like an hour or two of of like deposition from of the the judges like talking to uh, to Reutengins, uh to see what's going on. Skip to the end. <laughs> but here is what uh, what happens: uh, the bailiffs bring Reutengins into the courtroom and they bring him up onto the the witness stand. And even though your trial is still technically going on, uh, the high administrators, uh, Stanzamt, Vixia Examen, and Kultur Gericht, uh, question him about just, just what they saw from the transmission. And just they're, they're, they're kind of putting it to him to see what his role in this is. Because it, you've clearly proven that there is something going on with, uh, with him. So they're going off the rails, but they can do that because they're in charge. Exactly. And over the course of questioning, which at, at this point, I mean, you've you guys have been in the courtroom for probably, I don't know, an hour or two or so. So it's still early in the day. But this line of questioning kind of goes into like the late afternoon and into the, the evening. And yeah, it, it's, it all comes out. Uh, so yeah, over the course of the de- deposition, uh, Stanzamp will ask him all about what uh, his... Uh, Stan- Royton Ginz's role in all this, and he, he he just he admits to everything. With the two bailiffs next to him, and with all the evidence that is being presented, and and with the kind of courtroom turning against him, he admits to uh, to uh, conspiring with Quickswitch in order to get Cybertronian technology, an act that he knows is against the, the law. Uh, and provides quick switch access to uh, to the the binding crystal, and it looks like that uh, Reutengins had uh, arranged for for the, uh, a minimum of guards to be present in the ministry at the time. Uh, he arranged for 
that witness that recorded you, Magnum, like jumping over the the wall, Aksam, he arranged for Aksam to, to be there to record you. So a lot of the evidence that was presented was set up by Reutengens back in the day. Wow. You mean even set up the recording of the evidence? Man. Yeah, by the end of the day, uh, they they call you back up to the stand. All right. We are prepared to deliver the verdict. Would the accused stand? Magnum of Zybertron, it is the summary judgment of this tribunal that you be found innocent, provided that the Bindink crystal is confirmed to be genuine. If not, we will be back and a different judgment will be rendered. You and your companions are required to remain in Skarvex until examination of the crystal is complete and final judgment is rendered. Is this acceptable to you? Yes, it is. Thank you very much, Your Honor. So you can hold on to it this time. <laughs> I would request that one of us be present with the crystal until such time so that it can't be switched out. Because obviously, we're not, you're not going to give it back to us. No, we yeah. are not going to right. be giving so, it back to you. Right. Even if it is fake, we are not going to give it back to you. <laughs> Who am I even talking to? Who are you? Are you the accused? <laughs> But, 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 but we paid good money for it. I mean... <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah. By all means, we we want to be present for the uh, examination. Permission, permission to uh, stay with the crystal to be sure of that. So the uh, the defense has representation during the examination and so forth. That will be allowed. The crystal will be under constant guard from this point forward. But you will be allowed to remain visit, but not allowed to interact visit. Just want to observe, your, your honor. Very well. Court is adjourned for today, and you will be notified once the results are available. <sighs> All right. Well, I, I kind of lo- wow. I kind of look over at Wild Strike with a little bit of like kind of a sadness on my face. It's like I don't know about you, I was kind of looking forward to. Breaking him out of another prison. Yeah. <laughs> Would have been fun to be the one breaking into it this time. Right. Uh, do you want to uh, <laughs> spark? I need something like spark paper scissors. I need something like a, a transformery. <laughs> spark. Uh, we got to come up with something for that. You know, but, you know, like, hey, do you want to do this to see who gets to stay with the crystal and who gets to stay with this guy? I mean, I can stay with the crystal. Will they allow that? Yeah, yeah, they just said they'll allow uh, Magnum to stay with it. Okay, I mean that's actually if anything happens, that's actually perfect. I can because, communicate very well. Yeah, you can both communicate. You can actually scan the area to make things are legit, and you have a scientist that can verify what's going on. So, like, mm. you're like the, the the triple threat, the guy. Yeah, he's the, the guy. guy. <laughs> and, you, and you guys can concentrate on protecting uh, Nik- Nikos, 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 Nikos. That actually brings up an interesting question. Like, because is this guy's like not like a, a hero, but like. Uh, I guess he'll still be in danger because other people that, you know, are associated with the guy who just got taken down on charge, you know, corruption will uh, probably be after him. Okay, so we'll stay fighting with him. And either way, too, I mean, he just pretty much turned state's evidence against someone, so his career prospects are probably in the toilet right now. Right. No one wants to hire a snitch. (laughs) He was at retirement age anyway. Honest people do, and that's the thing. It's just like you're like, hey, honest. Well, his cur- that's why his career pro- pro- prospects in government are good. <laughs> <laughs> Truth. <laughs> so, uh, you guys want to uh, 
I was like, do you guys want to get a drink? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, so do we need? Mm-hmm. Yep. I know this. I know this great place. You do. <laughs> <laughs> you can get in the ride. <laughs> I'm glad time you had. Uh, I mean, I'm glad you had time to go sightseeing and you know taking all the uh, all the accoutrements of uh, this here location while I was uh, prepping for the trial. Yeah. I don't think he knew how to respond to that. <laughs> All right, so here's what's, uh, here's what's happening. Uh, it takes about three days to complete the, uh, the scientific analysis of the crystal to make 100% certain that it is the real thing. Uh, and the state really does come in and ha- they have like four different experts come in to verify because they want to make absolutely certain yeah. that it is uh, the, real, the real deal. If you want to stay with it the entire time, Magnum, you are welcome to. Or if you want to switch out and uh, take it in shifts, you're welcome to to do that as well. I'll stick with it. Hey, we need the we need the the tough guys to watch the other dude. Nico will come back to the ship with you, uh, and I assume you'll find some uh, some space up there for him. He's actually very interested in uh, in in kind of figuring and. Finding out like what's beyond Scarvix, because you have you get the sense that he probably hasn't been outside of Scarvix for a, a very long time. Uh, and uh, and Wildstrike, he kind of takes a, a little bit of like a shine to you. He's he's always he's very interested in the like the Autobot Decepticon War, mm-hmm. uh, and he's just he's super interested in the history about it and like, everything that's been going on with it. I mean, come on, a four million year civil war. It's that's kind of an interesting thing, right? Sure, well, it's got to be some kind of record. That's for sure. I mean, not much can really happen in four million years. <laughs> not nothing much uh, doesn't happen in four million years. I mean, dinosaurs fought that long for like almost ten times that. You know, what's a dinosaur? I'm joking. <laughs> I know Rex is oh, out Rex. there somewhere. <laughs> He's explained it to me many a time when he stops, you know, stuffing his mouth with my tires. <laughs> he'll he'll stick around uh, the ship for for most of it. Uh, he will like as all of you kind of may take shifts to just stay uh, stay close to him, make certain that he's safe and everything. Uh, but like I said, he he kind of takes a shining to you a bit there, uh, uh, Wild Strike. Uh, he likes all of you, it seems. But Wild Strike seems to be his a uh, his friend there. After those three days, the uh, the verdict comes back. Uh, it is the real thing, and you are uh, all asked to return to the courtroom for more of a ceremonial kind of end to the the trial. And the uh, and Stanzamp will come up and say, "The crystal was found to be authentic, so the summary judgment for you, Magnum, now stands. This court rules you are not guilty of all five charges." You are now a free bot. And to you and all of your companions, Scarvix owes you a debt of gratitude for the return of the Bindink Crystal. Case is closed. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I'll shake uh, esteemed Magnum's hand. Congratulations, sir. Oh, yeah, Congratulations. Thank you, sir. I, uh, I, I get you a... I had a, a lighter and uh, some cigarettes made for you for the, to celebrate. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I have that new one that uh, Sweet Set made me, so now that's 
Awesome. Just gonna have a collection of them. Uh, we do we do it long enough, and you're just gonna have a flamethrower. You know, just like. <laughs> 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 just uh, just touch all your lighters to the uh, combination of matrix. Ah, uh, dude, have, have you turn get, into you a get weapon. A, you, I was gonna say you have to turn. Um, you have to take a level in a, of a leader thing, like tr- controller. Yeah, controller, and just have a your lighter be one of your your companion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, having had a smoking days, man. <laughs> Can robots get nicotine withdrawal? <laughs> I know these guys have been drinking for three days already, but um, now that he's free, he's going to take everybody out for a, uh, a piss up somewhere. Free drinks and food for people who can eat it, and he'll invite the prosecutor, he'll invite the judge. <laughs> This is highly irregular, but hey, you, sh- fuck you it. showed up. Fuck it, yes. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll have a ginger beam highball, straight. Axel grease is all around, you know. <laughs> Actually, this is a, a kind of an interesting little uh, uh, thing you just said too, because uh, as the as the people who return to the binding crystal. Uh, the uh, like, the five of you are invited to uh, essentially a presentation gala, where the the binding crystal is going to be restored to its uh, its rightful place in the ministry, and there's going to be a fairly big party, uh, and you know all important people are going to be invited as as such. But as the the heroes, you are also invited. And to be honest, it, it's an invitation, in quotes. Uh, you're more expected to attend as the, the people who really were responsible for this. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I, I can't turn that down. Well, it's funny. It's funny like, this is, Wouldn't miss it. You've actually been here before. <laughs> so I've been told. <laughs> obviously, I don't... Don't say that too loud. Obviously, I don't want to be there, but I'll be there. Obviously. Carapace. <laughs> hey, maybe I'll, maybe you'll find another a more big beefy bot to grunt at. Open bar. I mean, come on. Weapons to talk about. Thank you for the gift, by the way, Parapus. I forgot. I didn't say. Oh no! Thank you very much. All right, let's go party, guys. Yeah. Do they want me to do a speech? <laughs> I can do a speech. They'd be okay with that. No. <laughs> we're all we're all shaking our heads no <laughs> behind Magnum's back. Like no. Just just cutting us off at the at the neck. No, don't do it. Alright, so you uh, t- it's a, takes a couple of days for uh, everything to get ready, but yeah, it like I said, a few days later, we'll say it's about we'll say four days later to get everything all ready to go. Uh, would that be enough time for Circuit and Cameraman to get here? If I send word that you know there's big news in Scarbage that people from Cybertron might want to know about. If you send the notification uh, before. Or right when the the testing starts, then yes. I'm down with that. And yes, I definitely want uh, Circuit to be on hand ASAP. So as soon as that uh, they were pausing to do the testing, I'll send word that, uh, hey, exclusive story. You might want to get on top of over here. I'm putting my time towards culture because I'm getting cultured all over the place. <laughs> that's That's fair. 
That's fair. I mean, this didn't feel like, right. like what were you doing? Piloting? Engineer? No. I'm, I'm being cultured. No, that makes perfect sense. Ding. A big neck deep in the legal system. Will... <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm, I might just stick a rank in legal. <laughs> <laughs> Profession lawyer? Profession lawyer. Legalese, legalese, legalese. Yeah, uh, sweet spot. I have no problem with that. So you send a message uh, back to Cybertron, and uh, Circuit and the uh, the news staff uh, kind of hears about what's going on in in Scarvix, and uh, Circuit and uh, his cameraman. I believe it's uh, I believe it's a Longtooth. Longtooth, yeah. So yeah, they uh, they come by and they uh, you know I mean it, it's it's kind of like a, an odd thing because you don't you're, you don't generally see like Cybertronian media, like elsewhere. So it, it's kind of an unusual thing to, to see. But it's a big event. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. The people of Scarvik certainly appreciate it, uh, like, being, like being covered too, so. So it is the, the evening of the party. Uh, the five of you, and uh, Nyko will actually join you in this one too. Uh, he will stick close to at least one of you folks, though, during the, the entire thing. Not it. That's fine. And the five of you will will head there, and we'll, you know, you're introduced to, to everyone. You'll mingle. It's a nice big party. Thanzamt will come up to you, Magnum, at some point during the evening, and will uh, kind of do the equivalent of, like, clinking a glass to get everyone's attention. Honored guests. I would like to present the bot that is most responsible for returning the Bindink Crystal to us. This is Magnum of Zybertron. Would you like to say a few words there, Magnum? Would I ever? I don't know what words, but... (laughs) I will drink down the drink all the way. (laughs) This will be good. People, people of Scarvix, thank you. Thank you very much for this great honor. Um, I may have forgotten everyone, and I may have returned something that didn't belong to me, because it belonged to you. So, but I have never been treated so kindly by a group of large group of people who I don't recognize. So... (laughs) Mm -hmm. I can't say I've ever been honored in such a way this week. But I must have to drink a toast to um, Judge Stanislav here and <laughs> his absolutely fantastic legal system. It does show that the uh, the legal system of Scarvix is definitely exemplar in the galaxy, and other planets should look to them. Um, so thank you very much, and it is a deep honor to be here. And I hope I didn't create an international incident. <laughs> Just in case, no, I'm going out. to remove myself from the area <laughs> and give, get a lot of distance between me and Magnum. Like, way, way over there in the dark corner where I can't be filmed. <laughs> uh, the uh, prosecutor there will, will come up to you and you know, will kind of congratulate you on a, uh, a well, well-argued case. My dear opponent, my dear ambassador, sweet spot, you conducted a very adequate trial. Well, thank you. Thank you very much, prosecutor. Coming from you, that is very high praise. My congratulations Mm -hmm. to you and Magnum. 
you uh you were no slouch yourself there were there were times when i was uh i would have been sweating bullets if i sweat at all uh how long have you been practicing law by the way oh i am very experienced in the legal system i've been practicing for 60 65 years wow that is amazing and i beat you on my first try <laughs> I, I saw that kick set up. Set. One, two, three. Yeah. Boom. <laughs> and she gets okay. this kind of cross look in her eyes like, hmm. Okay. Oh, okay. Come I, on. I, don't be that I, way. I respect you a little bit more now. That was. I hope you recorded that, you know, just so, for, for posterity. <laughs> I'll be like, come on now. Don't be that way. I mean, you surely wouldn't want to win against an innocent bot. That's not justice. Oh. <laughs> She's like, of course I would. <laughs> the law requires me to answer no. <laughs> <laughs> what about our people? <laughs> you said all you need to say. But you argued your case very well. Perhaps a future in lawyering is in your future. God, I hope not. (laughs) 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 It is much too stressful. Um, I will, however, congratulate you as well on a uh, justice for your people being served. Now raise my glass. And to you as well. Here's to your health and a very short life. Uh, what is, uh, what's Wildstrike doing during all of this, all of this party stuff? I imagine he's not the, the biggest fan of parties. Yeah, I'm just kind of wandering around, checking the exits, looking for trouble, making sure nobody's going to try to come after Magnum anymore or any of the rest of us, making a way through the crowd, just kind of, you know, sizing people up. And Do I see him doing that? Probably. I'm sure you do. Uh, you're not hiding it, Wildstrike, no. right? I'm going to approach him when I see this. Wildstrike. Yeah. You did some uh, pretty courageous and amazing work on this uh, trial case here. I appreciate all your efforts. But it's time to relax. It's a party. You deserve it, just as much as all of us. Yeah, you never you're making know. making me nervous. <laughs> your paranoia is making me nervous. That's all I'm going to say. That's fine, but this is a <laughs> odd place, and we don't know who else is out there. Don't worry. Tomorrow night, this time, we'll be gone. Yeah, tomorrow Back night. Back on our ship, and on to the next thing. Hopefully no other crimes that I don't know I committed. <laughs> That's why we're leaving tomorrow night, and not a week from now. <laughs> <laughs> nice. All right, yeah, well, Strick, you're, uh, you're kind of just walking around and sizing people up and just, you know, trying to be a bit of security yeah, there. I know there are some people that are still after Nyko. And there could be people that were working with uh, that administrator, so just keeping an eye out. sticking with you. Yeah. He seemed fascinated with you. Yeah, he can stick with me, but still keeping an eye out. And Nyko will stick with you for the pretty much the majority of the night. Uh, you know, he feels, uh, I think he feels a bit safe with you. Yeah, I'll talk to him about the war and everything. Sweet spot. The timer that you had set up on your uh, on your internal comms there uh, that goes off. Mm. Carapace, 
what are you up to? I know you said you're going to be uh, walking around in the bar there, but what's Carapace up to? Uh, well, you said this is a um, like a museum, like a cultural museum. Absolutely. Uh, do they have a uh, like a poetry w- wing? I imagine they would. They would okay. have uh, something about like the. I mean, think of it as like this is like the like the Smithsonian of their of their culture. So I imagine there'd be something. Carapace has a long uh, history of her, of poetry appreciation, so he'll go to that while he's still the equivalent of sober. Um, and then later that night, if I can find... You said this is a... There's actually places with, like, forests and organics and, like, that sort of thing. Uh, so after, like, the poetry reading, he'll definitely go out and rip something apart with his mouth. So... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I imagine, yeah, that there would be, like, a uh, like a, a garden, like a, maybe, like, a central like, atrium kind of garden, maybe in the middle there. So... Well, I don't want to cause a scene. Natural. Like, you know, I mean, like... Is there, like, a jungle or a, uh, <laughs> you know, like... Why did the two activities have to be separate? I mean, <laughs> it's, like, it's like Klingon poetry. Yeah. Right? Oh, it's, 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 this this it's, might not be a Klingon park, though. It's <laughs> they might take, take yeah. offense at him ripping up the public works. The party is uh, is kind of winding down a little bit. Uh, some of the, the guests have kind of already made their their way out. Uh, sweet spot. What are you? Uh, what are you up to over here? I'm just gonna go out and get some air. I've drank probably more than my share of free <laughs> beverages. Just kind of bask in the victory of it all for a moment. So yeah, the the party is kind of winding down a little bit. Uh, most of the the most important people have. Uh, may have kind of already made their their exit and have kind of done the, their rounds. Uh, some are still kind of like saying goodbye and everything, but you know there's still some kind of hanging around. Stan Zomt is is still hanging around, of course, and the five of you are still here. Uh, the media is still there, so Circuit and Longtooth are still kind of wandering around. They're kind of wrapping up their stuff. They're just getting like like B roll and sound bites and just the last of the stuff they need uh, for it. Uh, Wild Strike, you. You notice, uh, you notice a, a couple things. One, you've you've already noticed that uh, Carapace has kind of made his way uh, off to a different part of the uh, the, the ministry. Uh, he didn't tell you where he's going, but you you get the sense that he's you know just looking at some of the exhibits and kind of wandering around a little bit. Uh, Sweet Spot has kind of made his way. You're not you're not quite certain where he is. He's kind of looks like he stepped out or something from him or stepped into like a, a deeper part of the museum somewhere. Uh, Nyko is kind of still hanging around you, and Magnum is still just basking in the the glory of being the hero of the of the day. <laughs> <laughs> Not a role he gets to play very often. Uh, and you notice kind of a you notice a fella kind of moving out of the room, and it and go ahead and give me a a sense motive. Uh, fourteen. You're not. Uh, you're not quite certain, gonna what he's he's doing, but he. You see him looking around a little bit, like looking around almost as much as you're looking around, like keeping an eye on his surroundings. He's certainly hyper aware of of what's going on. Uh, you kind of see him start making his way towards the exit. Yeah, I'll make my way towards his location. Just keep an eye on him a little closer. 
Uh, I imagine you kind of just like hold your your hand back for uh to keep Nico back for a little for just a minute here, mm-hmm. just in case it is a threat. Uh, and you start move, making your way towards uh towards this fella. Uh, it is a mechanical being. In fact, he looks uh vaguely vaguely Cybertronian. Like you've kind of start to start seeing the mechanical beings here on Scarvix. You've kind of started to to be able to tell the difference of what a Scarvixian mechanical being is and a more proper Cybertronian. You can certainly tell like you can tell that there are pieces of what is an alt mode uh, on this bot. So you start moving towards him, and that is when all hell breaks loose. From behind you, a huge explosion rocks the wing. The detonation is massive. It is easily enough to level that wing of the Ministry. As you turn around quick to see what's going on, you can see at the eastern wing of the museum collapsing. You can see Nyko, he is in between the section that's collapsing and you, and you're, you watch in horror as sections of the roof just fall down and land on top of him. And the more you think about this, the more you realize the direction of the explosion is where Sweet Spot was. Oh, what now? And we'll see you... Next time. No, no, we we won't see me next time. Maybe not. Maybe not. Let's hope. Oh, man. Couldn't just have a party. From the Secret Files of Teletran 1, Empire of Rust is written and GM'd by Michael Ordway. Headmaster Magnum and his partner Pythagoras are played by Matthew G. Candidate Sweetspot, representative of Velocitron, is played by Adam H.U. The Decepticon Warrior, Wildstrike, is played by Mike M. And Carapace, the Beast Soldier of Primitive Eucharist, is played by Patrick Finn. Additional characters are played by Michael and Cassandra Ordway. Empire of Rust is supported by the humans and networks of planet Earth, whose online networks provide access to libraries of sound effects and music, such as Storyblocks, Zasplat, Blue Zone, and Dark Fantasy Studios. We are distributed by the Transmissions Podcast Network. Stay up to date with all the latest news and reviews in the world of the Transformers by going to TransmissionsPodcast.com or searching for the Transmissions in your podcast app of choice. You can communicate with the heroes of Iacon by joining us on the Transmissions Discord channel. There you can discuss episodes, talk to the cast, and download the rule set used in the Empire of Rust. Teletran 1, signing off.